Praise the Lord. I want you to get your Bibles, and I want you to go to Luke chapter 24 and verse 49. Luke chapter 24 and verse 49, and there is anointing and power here to preach the gospel. I sense it in the room, and I'm excited to be able to share with you what the Lord is saying. Again, it's Luke chapter 24 and verse 49. For those that know me, I, um, I love the New King James Version, but I am cheating today. And I will be preaching from the Amplified Version this entire message. I'll be back, baby. Uh, New King James Version. Uh, I, I, I just, I believe in it. God is there in the New King James, but he's, he's visiting the Amplified Version today. Luke chapter 24 and verse number 49. The Bible says, listen carefully. I am sending the promise of my Father, the Holy Spirit, upon you. But you are to remain in the city of Jerusalem until you are clothed, fully equipped with power from on high. I want to minister a message for the next few moments entitled, Put Your Clothes On. Put Your Clothes On. Thank you, gentlemen. We are in a brand new series entitled Covered 19. I thought it was so important for us to be able to come and give you a word that speaks exactly to where we are in this nation. One of the things, and in this world, one of the things that we are aware of is that God is not surprised by any pandemic. He's not surprised by any issues and situations that we ever um, encounter or we deal with. And one of the important aspects of us walking with God is to understand that in the midst of everything that is happening, we are covered. Covering speaks of protection, safety, and security. If you're taking notes, write that down. If you're not taking notes, write that down. I know you're finishing my words right there at home. All Nations, San Bernardino, All Nations, Las Vegas. Listen, you got to get these. Protection, safety, and security. They belong to you when you're connected to and you understand the power of the covering of God. Um, when we begin to understand that, then we understand because I'm covered, I can make a decision not to participate. What do you mean? If there's chaos and if there's crazy things that are happening in this nation, because I'm covered, I make a decision I'm not participating. There is a recession that is clear that is on the way in our nation. We don't even have to be prophetic to understand it. But you can make a decision right now that you will not participate in a recession. When the last recession came in, I made a decision I was not participating. No matter what everybody else was experiencing, no matter what everybody else was going through. Why? Because I realized and I understood the power of covering. And our text today in Luke chapter 24 in verse 49 begins to talk about something very powerful. He actually is not a thing. He is a person. And the person's name is Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, the third part of the Trinity, he's the, he's the action agent of the Godhead, has power beyond our imagination. Um, endless power, power that cannot be measured, that's not only in him, but because we connect with him, it is now in us. Um, there were some people given some instructions, and they were very clear instructions, that they were going to go and wait on the promise of Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit, if they waited on him, would produce something in their lives that they did not have up to that point. We also see this manifested, and I know you Bible scholars understand Acts 1 and 8 says, but you shall receive power. 
I'm so used to saying it in the shell. Let's read what it actually says on the computer. But you will receive power and ability when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses to tell people about me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. They were sent to wait. And as they waited, something unique came upon their lives that empowered them to change the world around them. I want to start this message by helping you understand there is a promise with your name on it. And I know that might seem simple, but you've got to grab a hold of that real quick. Because in the midst of the things that we are experiencing, we can sometimes feel as if that we don't have stuff that we can hold on to. When everything is shaky, when everything is moving, when things are, are not stable, we can get to the place where we wonder, is there anything that we can hold on to? And I have news for you today, while you're watching live or either on the replay, listen to me. You've got to understand there's a promise that God has for you. As a matter of fact, there's 66 books of the Bible that are filled with promises and if you will go and grab you a promise my God you can hold on to that promise and God will manifest his power in his promise but there are two principles that I want you to write down two principles that we find here in Luke chapter 24 that we must engage in order to receive the promise the first principle is isolation the second principle is waiting now some of you tuned out on me already you're like oh neither one of those I want to hear I'm gonna tell you again the first principle is isolation and the second principle is waiting let's dig into this this is what I need you to get about isolation not all isolation is from hell let me say it slower so you can grab it not all isolation is from hell isolation commanded by God gives you access to the promise so when isolation becomes a problem, it's when you're isolating yourself from where God told you to be. Are you understanding? That's when we got to cast the spirit out of you that wants to keep you in a place. Yeah, we still believe in the casting out of devils. Glory to God. Hey, listen to me. That's when we cast that devil out of you. Why? Because that's when you are now in rebellion against his plan and his idea for your life. Isolation that goes outside of his command, that is an issue. And a lot of people who are watching me right now have experienced that kind of isolation. The Lord told you to show up at a particular place. He told you to do a specific thing. He told you to be in a specific people around a specific group and you made a decision that it was better for you to do it by yourself. You made a decision that it was better for you to hang out by yourself, to do it by yourself, to do it alone. I am not preaching to you and I'm not a man in your dysfunction. I am not encouraging you to pull out of community. No, I'm not. I'm not encouraging you to stay in a place and in a cave when the Lord ain't told you to be there. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking to those who made a decision who, you know what, I don't want to gather with the believers. I can have church at home by myself. All of my church at home people are just so happy right now. I mean, they're just excited in God because they feel validated. But I got news for you. This ain't forever. The Lord is just allowing us to align ourselves and to redirect ourselves to the place he wants us to be. And so when we begin to gather in person again, get yourself in the church. Um, isolation that comes from God looks a little different. Let's go to the Bible. Mark chapter 1 and verse number 12. Mark chapter 1 and verse number 12 says, Immediately, the Holy Spirit forced, somebody holler force. He forced 
him out into the wilderness. I love that because what we see here is that this now is a place of isolation that the devil didn't bring him to, but God himself brought him to the place of isolation. Uh, okay, I'll preach to the lights because the folks in this room ain't saying amen. It is so important that you understand that God has brought you to a place and not by the enemy's hand necessarily. God allowed for this thing to happen in our world to force you into isolation. Why? Why did he have to force you into isolation? Because with the busyness of life, you would not listen. With everything going on and you just running through life, he could not get your attention. You would not listen. You wouldn't perk your ears up. You wouldn't open your eyes. So what he did was to allow something to happen to push you into the wilderness. And here's the thing about it. Everybody's complaining on Twitter. Hey, glory to God. There's still a couple of people on there. Everybody's complaining on Instagram. Everybody's complaining on Facebook. Everybody's complaining. And I get it. You want to know why? Because the wilderness ain't fun. There's nothing that nobody wakes up in the morning and says, hey, hey, let's go to the wilderness. No, nobody, no, no, nobody's excited. Nobody's planning. Amen. My wife, she plans. I pl plans everything. You hear me? She plans rest. She plans vacation. There's like a list of things that you do while we're going, wherever we're going. But you can't plan for the wilderness. Nobody's planning. Nobody's excited for the wilderness. And here, here is God pushing. Here's the Holy Spirit pushing, forcing Jesus into the place of isolation. Listen, he was in the wilderness 40 days being tempted to the devil by Satan. Let me say something to you. In this wilderness season, God is going to perfect the things concerning you. You are about to be in some of you because you've had so much time on your hand are being tested in ways you have been experienced and you thought you were over. So the Lord said, I had to pull you or oh, hear you. I had to pull you into a place of sobering sobriety. I had to pull you into a place of sobriety so that you could understand you might need a little bit more fine tuning than what you understood. I had to bring you in isolation so that those things that tried to come up against you, I could allow you to be tested by it, but so it could perfect something powerful on the inside of you. He was driven into the place of isolation. Don't feel good. Don't like it. Sick of it. Okay? If you're like me, I like people. Some of you don't, but I like people. I was born... To liking people, I'm in the people business. I love people. I minister to people, broke people, rich people, all kinds of people. I minister to all kinds, and I love people. So when you take a person like me, and you're like, you're limited, because I'm still working, because my work is essential, bless you. But, I, but listen to me, in the midst of it, I'm still at a place where I'm like, I, where's the people? My favorite hugger, I saw her this morning, and I went to hug her. She said, virtual hugs. I said, no, this needs to cut it. This needs to be over. Because if Pastor Julius and Brown ain't hugging you, you know we into something. And I said, I need my hugs. <laughs> devil is a liar. This over in Jesus' name. So <laughs> it is not comfortable <laughs> to be in a wilderness. But listen to me. You've got to understand that it's God that will lead you there. And if God is leading you into isolation, there is something very powerful that he's building and he's starting on the inside of you. I heard the Lord told me to tell me to tell you, let him do his work. My God, stop rebelling and bucking. Some of you are not getting everything you're supposed to get out of this forced isolation and this forced rest because you're still rebelling. 
Okay, Lord, you haven't even created structure for this season. I hear you. 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 So your, 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 your bad times are all turks, topsy-turvy. And you, you're staying up all night, been watching on, on Netflix. Glory to God. Ain't nothing wrong with it, but find your one show. Not every show. Come on. My God. And then you sleep in the two. I don't understand. We've missed out on what he is trying to do in us. I'm making it funny, but your rebellion ain't cute. You've got to align yourself and get everything. There'll never be another moment like this moment. There'll never be another day like this day. And I sense in the spirit a rebirthing glory to God. I'm telling you families are being rebirthed. My God. Churches are being rebirthed. My God. Businesses are being rebirthed. My God. Whole cities are being rebirthed. But you've got to allow yourself to go through the process of being built at the level he wants to build you. So he says he was taken into the wilderness and God led him there. Let's keep working. Let's go Mark chapter 1, verse number 35. Mark chapter 1, same chapter. Let's skip down to verse number 35. I love this. I love this. I love this. I love this. Well, Jesus is our model. Jesus is our example. Not our favorite preachers. Not our favorite Christian celebrities. Jesus is and should always be the top model in our lives. And as we read it in Mark chapter 1 and verse 35, look at this. Early in the morning... While it was still dark, Jesus got up and left the house. Look at this. And went out to a secluded place. Let's pause there for a minute. Jesus was professional for isolation. And, and, and a lot of people are like, no, he was always among the people. Read the Bible. Because if you study Jesus, there was oftentimes the Bible said he went to the other side. The Bible said he would step away from the masses. He would step away from those that were around him. Jesus understood the power in God-ordained isolation. Notice the wording there. In God-ordained isolation. There is something powerful. Listen to me. Because what many of us do, we have isolated by our own will and we accomplish nothing. All we do, yes, Lord, is open a door for loneliness. Okay, I'll say that. Rebellion, listen to me, or isolation outside of God's command opens the door to loneliness and opens the door for things to connect with your soul that God never intended for you, to connect with you. And so you've got to get to the place now where you understand, I want to be where God tells me to be. But if I'm going to go to the secluded place, if I'm going to go to the place where no one else is, I've got to do something that's ordained by God that's going to bring the type of productivity that needs to be brought in my life. The Bible says that Jesus went out to a secluded place and looked and was praying there. He was having a conversation with his father. So there is space that will be created by the God of heaven for conversation. We see in Genesis, God loves to speak with his creation. But many of us have avoided the needed conversations. Uh, I appreciate your posts. I appreciate everything else you're doing. Uh, but listen to me. At the end of the day, you need a conversation with God. And many people who are watching me right now are like, amen, Sherman, duh, well, why you ain't praying? There is a call to the place of prayer that many are ignoring, where the God of heaven is saying, give me your ear. 
I got something I want to say to you. Now listen to me. I don't want you to waste this time because we're going to get on the other side of this. And when we get on the other side of this, there are going to be some people that are going to get where they got to go. And then there's some people that are going to miss out on what God tried to give them. You understand me? There's some people that are going to come out of here and step into the rebirth. And there's some of them whose dreams are going to die. There are churches that won't survive this. Sorry. There are some churches that shouldn't have existed in the first place that God is going to allow to die right in this experience. I said it. As God's prophet, you will see it. You will not survive it. But then there are those who will go into the secret place and there'll be apostles and prophets and pastors and teachers and evangelists who will seek the face of God and birth something fresh that the nation can be affected by. And so we got to embrace the place of seclusion. We, we, we got we to gotta embrace the place of isolation. So the first principle that God wants to give you is isolation. God ordained isolation is from him. Isolation is from hell is rebellion. Here's the second principle that you've got to understand. First one was isolation. Here's the second one, waiting. Mercy. Don't nobody want to wait. Nobody wants to wait. Why? Because waiting, man, it can become tiring, right? Waiting, it, it can be horrible. Waiting uh, could be, be, be one of the most uh, uh, horrific experiences that we can have. We do not like to wait, but there's something powerful that happens in the waiting experience. I want you to go with me to Psalms 27 and verse number 13. If you're enjoying this and God is speaking to you right now, I want you to type into the comments right now, God is talking to me. Type that right there in the comments, God is talking to me. Listen to me. I want you to understand understand the power of waiting. Psalms 27 verse number 13 says, I would have despaired had I not believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. That makes me want to run right now. The Bible goes on, verse 14 says, wait for and confidently expect the Lord. Mm. Let me read that again. Wait for and confidently expect the Lord. There's something powerful in waiting. And while I'm waiting, I'm not just waiting to wait. There is a confidence that I have that the Lord is going to do what he said he would do. And he's going to manifest like he said he would manifest. The reality is that in the waiting process, you can become really shaky in your faith if you're not careful. I know some of you watching are just, you know, faith superheroes. But there's some of us who are at a place where sometimes our faith gets just a little bit shaky. Sometimes our faith gets to a place where we're like, God, are you really going to do it? And if you're going to do it, could you hurry up? Like we, we, we get to a place where we're like, God, where is it and how is it going to manifest? But there's something powerful about waiting and being confident as you expect the Lord. I sense that as your expectation rises, you're not going to have to put your faith in the check that you hoping that Pastor President Trump sends you. No, 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 no. I've never seen as many people be so confident in a check. It's not even that much, children. I need you to get to a place now where you become confident in the Lord. My God, he is my provider. And it doesn't matter what it looks like right now in this nation. And it doesn't matter what it feels like right now in this nation. I am confident that the Lord is going to provide for my every need I'm not tripping about the light bill and I'm not tripping about the gas bill and I'm not tripping about how I'm gonna pay the rent all my money spent baby need a parachute I'm not he's gonna work it out it's important for you to understand that God is a God of provision 
You said it all the time when you thought he was cute, but he is still Jehovah. He is still Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that provides for you. And so I want you right there in your home right now. I want you just to start yelling Jireh just real quick. Just scream it out loud. Come on here. You five people in this building scream Jireh. Obey me. We declare Jireh in the name of Jesus. Jireh at your home. Glory to God. Jireh in your car. My God. I feel like Jireh is about to invade it and he's going to do it in ways you never seen it before i want to prophesy to some single moms that there are people who are about to knock on your door they ain't gonna listen they ain't gonna social distance they're gonna knock at your door and deliver groceries right to your house i prophesy that there are people who are waiting and concerned about what's going to happen to them but i feel the confidence of god rising up on the inside of you that what god said he's going to absolutely do it just wait on them be confident let's just keep reading the bible says be strong and let your heart take courage yes wait for and confidently expect the lord let's go to lamentations chapter 3 and verse 25 lamentations chapter 3 and verse 25 i love this the lord is good my god he is good to those who wait confidently for him there it is again the bible says god is good somebody say he's good he is good to those who wait and are confident in him those who wait there is something powerful the goodness of god is flowing to the people who are willing to wait a little bit when you don't wait and you rush the process process you end up getting a package you didn't really want y'all ain't saying that some of you didn't wait on god and you rushed the process you got a wife that was a whole situation my god i said a whole situation i wanted to say something else but i said whole. he she was a whole situation she was a problem she didn't live right didn't act right come on didn't speak right and you were frustrated some of you right now you can't even look to your left or your right because you know i'm talking about your wife glory to god you at a place right now where you are frustrated and upset because you did not wait on god and now you're paying for it i have seen men and women of god live in literal horrific situations simply because they didn't wait on god you went on and got the call that you shouldn't have gotten glory to god and now you got a bill higher than what you ought to have but I believe that there's some people that are watching me online right now who are beginning to wait on God. Wait on God and be of good courage. My God, wait on God and be of good courage. Something powerful is about to hit your house while you're standing there waiting. I feel it. There's a miracle about to hit your house while you're sitting and waiting. There's power that's about to hit your house while you're sitting and waiting. I know you're at home, but hit your neighbor next to you real quick and tell him, wait, 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 wait. There is power in waiting on God. Oh, Mr. Pre, hello. All right, it's important for you to wait on God. The Bible says, says confidently wait for him to those who seek him on the authority of God's word. Okay, let's work just for a second. I'm going to let y'all go. I got about 12 minutes to finish preaching to you. Listen to me. You've got to understand this. That some of our confidence is shaky because you have no word in you. Can I be a prophet, please? Some of our confidence is shaky because you, you have no word in you. See, when the word is in you, the word has the ability to ground you. 
No, no matter what kind of craziness is happening around you, there's something about his word that begins to pull you in and center you. It begins to make sure you're strong at your core. There's something powerful about the word of God. And I'm seeing something here in these principles. I'm seeing the power of prayer and I'm seeing the power of God's word. Watch this, please. The power of prayer and the power of God's word. Your prayers are not working if you don't pray his word. Yeah, I know, I know you're like, no, my prayers are working just fine. No, 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 no. The Bible says the only thing that won't return into him void is his word. It's going to perform what exactly it should perform. But you've got to work the word. Do you hear me? You've got to find the promise. My God, you've got to find the promise. And you've got to hold on to it no matter what. You've got to find something that you're going to stand on and make a decision. I won't allow the enemy to steal my promise. My God, I'll wait confidently on the Lord. My God, I'll wait comfortably on the Lord. I'll go into the place of isolation. Whatever it takes in this season. I'm not just doing it so we can flatten the curve. I'm not just doing it so that COVID-19 can be over. But there is a promise that's coming from God that I'm contending for in my life. And I'm going to drive myself into the presence of God. And as I get into the presence of God, I'm going to eat the whole scroll. I feel it's going now. I'm about to eat all of the word until I come alive in him hit your neighbor real quick say e e e e e e e e eat the word please uh, uh, isolation and waiting you preach in sermon it's important for you to understand this that if you work these two principles everything's going to work for you let me give you prophetic eyes uh, god is working this situation. God is moving this thing around. The opportunity, not just a rebirth, it's like a restart. Come on. It's to press that, that button where we are resetting. That's the word. We're restarting. We're resetting. We're rebirthing. And God is allowing it. But if you don't grab a hold of prayer and his word in this season, you ain't rebirthing nothing. Your house going to be the same way it's been. I prophesy that to you. Your family going to still be crazy. My God. Your husband's breath still going to stink. If you don't pray, God ain't going to help that halitosis. You got to pray and study the word of God. And God's going to work a miracle in your husband's throat. Glory to Jesus, we thank you. Grab a hold of this. You've got to wait and isolate. Let's move. Not everyone that receives the command follows the command. If you really study the story in the context of our text, where you understand that Jesus gave them the command, I want you to go and wait for the promise. I want you to go and wait, wait, wait for the promise. Something powerful is going to happen in your life. He gave the command to about 500 people who were told to go to the upper room and to wait for the promise. I don't know if you knew this. I don't know if you knew this. Here it is. But only 120 showed up. <laughs> My God, I have a question for you. I have a question for you out there in TV land. That's what they used to say. Uh, old folks used to say, I got a question for you today. Are you going to be a part of the 500 or the three? You're going to be a part of the 380. Get your math together. Or the 120. My God, are you going to be a part of the 380 or the 120? What it reminds me of. Uh, it reminds me of the directions that the Bible talks about. Uh, it talks about the wide way and the narrow way. Uh, it talks about the wide road and the narrow road. Uh, and uh, listen to me. There are more people in 
rebellion that are hanging around in the wide road. There are more people that refuse to isolate and wait who are hanging out in the wide road. But if you're going to make a decision that yes, I'll wait and I'll isolate, you're going to have to take the narrow road. My God, there was 380 that decided to be in the place of rebellion. There was 120 that said, I'm going to go and wait for my promise. There was 120 people that said, I'm not going to listen to my flesh. Because how many of you know when God tells you to wait, your flesh will start talking real loud. Your flesh will start telling you, everybody else ain't waiting. Everybody else getting their stuff fast. They got their husband fast and you still waiting for your husband. My God, things, things are getting real hot and bothered. I can't hear you. And you're getting into a place where it's becoming more difficult and more difficult to wait. But can I talk to my single ladies out there on the internet? Wait, 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 wait on the Lord. My God, I sense the Lord's about to sing you somebody. I know you might think it's trivial. You might think I'm playing. But I want to prophesy to some single women who are watching me either live or on the replay. About 30 days past when this thing ends. I believe somebody's about to get a connection they never had before. My God, I believe something's about to happen in your life. I prophesy it's coming to pass. Yeah. Just wait. 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 Wait on the Lord. It's important that you wait on him. And if you wait on him, something special is about to happen in you. Wait, wait, wait on the Lord. And if you wait on him, there's a miracle that's about to be produced in your life. Wait, wait, wait on the Lord. And if you wait on the Lord, God's about to deliver your children. Wait, wait on the Lord. And if you wait on the Lord, you're about to start that business. Wait, wait, wait on the Lord. And if you wait on the Lord, your joy is about to be renewed. Wait, wait, wait on the Lord. And if you wait on the Lord, your gifts are coming alive. Wait, wait, wait on the Lord. And if you wait on the Lord, what you're expecting from him is about to be delivered. Hit somebody next to you real quick and holler, wait, 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 wait. I got to go. 380 minded their own business and did whatever they wanted to do but there was 120 that said I'm going to take the narrow road I'll take the road that's less traveled I'll take the road that nobody wants to go down I'll take the road that's going to require my faith I want you to understand something now there is protection in obeying God I just want to say that real quick I said there's protection in obeying God I love all nations San Bernardino and I just want to address a couple of things real quick I love all nations San Bernardino and its ability to go out into the community and in the midst of chaos to go and preach the gospel I thank God for our evangelism team and I thank God for our prophets and prophetic people as well who are invading the community with the gospel of Jesus Christ got a couple of inboxes that was sent to me and said why in the world would y'all go out in the midst of this you are putting people in more danger than you are helping them what kind of world are we living in now but we don't believe that God will obey us as we he'll protect us as we obey him that wherever I go and wherever he tells me to go there's a protection package my God I'm not telling you that COVID-19 ain't real it is real but Jesus is more real than that I'm telling you that COVID-19 is just something in this natural realm but there's a world that's beyond this world that this world in the natural came out of 
and last time I read the Bible I was born out of the heavens and I live in this earth there's a power that you can't see God is living on the inside of me oh my God and you've got to live in the understanding that if I obey him I'm covered with the blood that's a couple of weeks from now sermon hold your peace I'm covered with the blood no matter where I go I'm covered with the blood if I go and win souls I'm covered with the blood if I go out and cast out devils I'm covered with the blood I just seem to believe that if there's a sickness in the earth we ought to have about a 1,000 miracle workers who are willing to go into the earth I appreciate your vaccination I appreciate your tries but I got something bigger than you ever imagined the power of the Holy Ghost that is coming upon me to give me power to deal with disease what is COVID-19 in the face of my Jesus what is COVID-19 in the face of the Holy Ghost I need somebody right at your home and holla I got power so keep your inboxes they will continue to go to the trash it is important that the church wake up and obey God some of the stuff you didn't come out of some of the things that God has delivered you from and you're at a place now where you won't obey God because you're afraid of a doggone virus don't get me wrong I'm gonna say it like I said last week please please wash your hands keep your hands out your mouth my God and keep your distance I can't hear you please please wash your hands keep your hands out your mouth my God and keep your distance but that doesn't mean that I can't obey God it doesn't mean that I can't listen to him I'm not telling you to disobey your governor if your governor said stay at home stay at home but your phone still works I can't hear you your FaceTime still works my God you can go on a little walk and pass your neighbor keep your six feet or whatever it is I don't know but look at him and tell him God's gonna heal you today I got a word of knowledge that you had pain in your back but while you standing across the street and I'm standing across the street I send the word of healing right to your back Mr. Neighbor you are about to get delivered and you're about to get free because a kingdom ambassador is living on the other side of your street I feel the glory of the Lord coming upon you to be commissioned by him I gotta go I won't be the 380 but I make a commitment to be the 120 be seated at home I see you standing I make a commitment to be the 120 he said listen and I'm done now I am sending the promise of my father the Holy Spirit hear this please upon you please catch this but you are to remain you got to isolate you got to wait remain in the city look at this until you are clothed clothed I know you understand the concept of Holy Spirit being in you but I want to talk about Holy Spirit as the clothing that you wear because when you understand him as being the clothing that you wear then your, your aspect is different your your thought process process is different because you understand that Holy Spirit is clothing you with power let's deal with that please the father never intended for his children to live and operate it naked many of us who are operating right now, which is as naked as can be. You're like a pastor, I have my clothes on. You're lying, you know, I'm watching you. You don't have your clothes on, listen to me, that's creepy. Uh, I need you to understand 
as you get into a place where you've got to understand that God never required for you to be walking around undressed. What's happening right now around the world is that we've got believers that are saved but not clothed. So what's happening now is that we're in a place where we're like, I believe God a little bit. But I don't believe him all the way. The reason why some of us are carrying high levels of fear right now because you're undressed. The reason why some of us are tripping right now is because you're undressed. But if you will go somewhere and put your clothes on, something would translate and transfer in your life bigger and better than what you've ever seen before. If you would just go somewhere and put your clothes on, there would be something that's going to happen in your life that's going to be transformative. You've got to go somewhere and understand that the power of the Holy Ghost is not just in you, but it's on you. God is clothing you for the next season. And if you just wait 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 and if you'll just isolate there is power that's about to come on you that you've never seen before here's the thing about clothing I gotta go your clothing shows who you are and who you belong to I can't hear you I said your clothing shows who you are and who you belong to and some of us our ministry is ineffective because you're trying to do a ministry that was birthed out of the power of the Holy Ghost and Acts chapter 2 when the church was birthed it was birthed full of power I can't hear you when the church was birthed it was full of power so how are you going to make a decision now that you're going to be the house of God that you're going to be a kingdom ambassador without the right kind of clothing on you I don't care what's popular in the internet I don't care what's popular on the television I don't care what's popular in the books but the God of heaven is still moving in the earth today ah yes 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 the power of the Holy Ghost is still alive and well and he's descending upon his children. I feel like there's another awakening that's coming into America. I told you on Wednesday, I'm going to tell you again. There is a, mar- a miracle working power that's about to come upon the house of God. It's going to come upon the children of God. And you're going to begin to work in miracles. You're going to begin to walk in healing. You're going to begin to walk in deliverance. Because we heard you preach. But where's your power? We heard your message. But where's your power? We read your book. But where's your power? We saw your soul. But where's your power? There's an identifier that you ought to have. And when you got the right clothes on you, we can tell who you belong to. I need some people right there that seem to be watching this right now to just say, I got power. I got power. I got power. I got power. I got to go. Clothing identifies who you are. But Rasa and who you belong to. Gotta go. Another version of the Bible, though, says this, that you will be endued with power. Ooh. That that endued with power means I'm going to sink into it. My God. When we're endued, we sink into the power of God. We sink into the power of God to the point we can't find the separation between you and his power. Oh my. You become one with the one that created you. Imagine that. You become one with the one that created you. And you begin to walk in a way you've never walked before. You gotta understand that superheroes still live. If I could get the rest of the world to know that we'll be alright. I said superheroes still live. You might look at me and think I'm just a man. But you are I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're twisted. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're messed up. 
up the reality is right now that I am more than a man I got clothing on that you can't see I am clothed with power and I love this part he said clothed with power from on high the clothing that I wear doesn't have nothing to do with this world the clothing that I wear have nothing to do with your opinion the clothing I wear has nothing to do with what you say about it I'm clothed with power from on high look at your neighbor say put your clothes on please you gotta sink into what the Lord has given you. I got to go. Acts chapter 10 and 38. I know you tired of me at your house. Let's go. The Bible says, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with great power. Ooh. And he went around doing good. I love this part. And healing all who were oppressed by the devil. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I thought it was COVID-19 season. I thought it was a season now where we're supposed to live in fear. I thought it was a season now we're supposed to be afraid to touch somebody that we're supposed to go and minister to. I, I, I thought it was a season now where we should just shut down. And I understand they can tell us to shut down out of the church. I understand the walls and the doors of the church can be closed. I understand that by their command. I hear you. But they can't stop us flowing in power. Ah, ah. I said they can't stop us flowing in power. I need about 1,000 to 1 million people out there in internet land that make a decision. I'm about to walk in power. And not only am I going to walk in power. Look at this please. But the Bible says that he gave you power to do good and to heal all I gotta go now he gave you power to do good and to heal all and so there's people around us right now that need the healing power of God what I'm about to do at 1.30 is I'm about to mind my business and heal the sick you can be there and be in your house if you want to but I heard the Lord say go and heal the sick go and obey God and if I obey God he backs me I gotta go the reality is this that we are covered we are covered week one of covered 19 is understanding the clothing of the power of God the power of God is so much bigger it's greater stronger anything we will face anything we would experience you've got to commit to embracing his power right where you are at your home I feel a commissioning anointing lift your hands don't send me any emails I'm not telling you to be rebellious and disobey the suggestions and the orders of your government I am telling you that where you are God can use you in his power and I want you to understand that his power is greater and bigger than any kind of disease lift your hands the presence of almighty God is commissioning you to be the one that will go. Be the one that will go. The Bible says in Mark chapter 16, verse number 17. Ah, yes, yes, yes. It makes it clear that these signs will follow them that believe. They're going to heal the sick. They're going to cast out devils. going to raise the dead. And nothing, if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not harm them. We shouldn't just go around drinking deadly things to test it out. But the understanding in that was that while they are on the commissioned walk with God, if they came upon anything dangerous, they were covered by the blood. I know. And I believe without a shadow of a doubt that the covering of God as you obey him 
is coming upon you in a new way embrace isolation embrace waiting because God is preparing you for a promise beyond anything you've ever imagined father I pray for those who are watching me now and I thank you for the glory of the Lord invading their space right now send power to them my God send power to them my God send glory to them my king I pray in the name of Jesus let them experience your presence right now there is no distance in the realm of the spirit there is no distance in God and so right now father I lose glory my God I lose the glory of God I lose the weighty presence of almighty upon their family upon their lives I lose breakthrough through now I lose the anointing to heal I lose the anointing to raise the dead I lose the anointing to cast out devils in the powerful name of Jesus I decree it is well with our souls because we are covered it is well with our souls because we are covered it is well with our souls because we are covered we are covered